And we are live. Welcome. Welcome back. Episode 110 of the Under the Rug podcast. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us throughout this period of, what, almost three years now? Long time. Thank you guys. Yeah, man, it's been a while. I started this a while back. Um, and I thank people like you, Dakota, and other guests that we have fill in and uh, contribute. Always uh, a pleasure. You know, I value all of your opinions on the hot button topics that people don't talk much about in the public eye. So, especially when we don't agree. Yeah. Oh, I love. I love when we don't agree. <laughs> that's that's where you get to learn the most. That's where I get most excited. I don't like to agree with people. If we agree on yeah. everything, what we'll be talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I I feel like I learn a lot more when there's disagreement. And yeah. so I like to try to invite people that I know disagree with me on certain hot button topics. And um, I thought it would be interesting to get your opinion on what we'll be discussing today, which is going to be, um, well, I, I want the base of the show to be on self-esteem issues that we really have. Um, and, you know, a portion of that um, relating to what was said by the health minister, I think it was last week. Um, you know, social media got all up and they got their poke on his panties and a bunch as they, they usually do. Yeah, they were they were some a lot a lot of people. Well, you know, always gonna be two sides. So not everyone was pissed, you know, people were defending and some people were against what uh Dwayne Sands had to say as it relates to our obesity issue here in the Bahamas. Um, as most of you probably know, we are one of the fattest nations on the we planet. Are, I think uh there was a study saying that we are number six in the world, I think, on the obesity list. And I think uh, there was another study in the U.S. that says close to 70% of uh, Bahamians are overweight. Um, so it's a real issue. And I was trying to find the entire interview to get full context because, you know, we live in an era where it's just sound bites and clips. Yep. And so I was trying to get the full interview so I could have full context, but I couldn't really find it. I just got the, um, you know, the clip and him explaining a little bit after the fact, but I wanted to get the whole thing. But basically he said, um, and I think I could quote when he said, uh, for you women that call yourself big sexy, you're not sexy, you're fat. It's <laughs> 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 essentially what Dwayne Sands said. He said, y'all ain't sexy, y'all fat. Because I know you see... Uh, we have this movement, not just in the Bahamas, but in this Western world, where it's like people that are overweight and obese are now, and I don't want to say accepting because there's nothing wrong with accepting who you are, but they are becoming complacent. And even when it's not healthy for them and they are defending their size yeah. and they feel like when people make them aware of it or, you know, show concern for their health because of it's their size. It's an insult. Yes, it's an insult. It's an attack. And then they get on a defensive and say you're fat shaming them. So I wanted to dive into that today um, because I, I, I haven't been on social media a bunch lately. Um, so that was one of the things that came across my attention last week. It happened, I think, after last week's show. So we didn't get to discuss it. So Dakota, your thoughts on fat shaming? So, you know, <laughs> when I heard about it, I was like, wow, this man created actual uproar. Because I, I did not get to listen to the initial one. I watched a little bit about him clarifying and defending his statement. Mm -hmm. um, but I read through some of the comments on, <laughs> on the Facebook groups. Mm. Personally, I just think that 
I didn't even really see a lot of Bahamian women and men saying that, you know, he could have said it better. People were just flat out saying, why he calling people fat? Oh, really? And people were upset because he said, y'all ain't big sexy, y'all fat. Mm -hmm. And people were like, "Oh, he could have said it better. He, uh, he have a position. He should have, he should have worded it better." My whole thing is, Bahamians too like people to candy throw things. Everybody mm -hmm. want to hear the truth, but nobody want to hear the real truth. That, that's ah. my, that's my take on it. Right now, personally, I have issues with body image and fat shaming. But if you fat, you fat. If mm. somebody comes to you and say, "Listen," You little fuck, you little, you're getting on the little unhealthy side. Mm -hmm. How how are you offended? How are you offended by that? Well, uh, it seems a lot of people are offended because you're not supposed to tell people the truth. You're supposed to lie. You're supposed to can't you're supposed to you're supposed to make them feel good. You're supposed to uplift them, even if you know you're lying. Just yeah, make just, them feel good. I think generally, Bahamians Bahamians are fat though. We fat. <laughs> I fat. I five for three. I weigh I weigh over 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. uh, the doctor would tell me I almost morbidly obese for my height. Mm -hmm. I can never be as small as I should be for my height. But mm -hmm. fat is an issue for behemoths in general. They want to be fat, but they want to be fat comfortably. They don't mm -hmm. want nobody to remind them that they fat. Mm -hmm. They don't care about the health concerns about being fat. They just want to be fat and comfortable. Nobody say, listen, you get a little chunky. But mm -hmm. behemoths create that stigma also because... You know, if you put on a little, little, a little freshman 15 when you first come on high school, you go to a family function, that's the first thing everybody greets you with. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you put you it get get you you already? Why the Amos do that, Dakota? Why every time they got to bring up how big you're getting? As soon as they see you, oh, you, you put on bloody weight. They don't even say hi. Uh-huh. Why I'm you like, I'm over it. I'm over it. As a person, go ahead. Sorry. Go as a person who used to be very um, concerned about my weight, I over it. If you, if you tell me I get fat, I can tell you you get fat too. Even if you ain't get fat, <laughs> I can make something up. But why, I over it. Why you making something? Why make something up though, Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> it's impolite to tell somebody, listen, when you see me, you don't even say hi. Oh, you get so fat. Yes. What? So, so the issue is, it shouldn't be the first thing that you bring up in the conversation. That shouldn't be the icebreaker, is what you said. It's not socially acceptable to greet somebody with, oh my God, you put on a long weight. It's mm -hmm. not. But mm -hmm. in Dr. Dwayne San's position, you know, nobody is out there on a social platform saying, look, Bahamians, y'all too fat. Nobody who has any substance, I should say, mm -hmm. or experience in that, in that arena. Mm -hmm. Now he's a Bahamian. I don't know why they expect him to say it any different. The man is a born and bred Bahamian. Hey, and I don't know. I, and I don't know what what it seemed like. Something getting. I don't know if this is the Donald Trump syndrome that just <laughs> jumped into Dwayne Sands all of a sudden. But it seems as though in recent times he just saying whatever comes to his head. From what I understand, he's always been that kind of person. He just was never really on a on on the platform that he is now for people to really know it uh. personally. But from what I understand from people that I've spoken to, he's always been a very front forward person. Because I saw another interview where he say uh, he was talking about the abortion issue, and he said, "Man, you all trying to deny it? You know, juicing is the pastime of the Bahamas." And this was on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the twins?" I just say that. I mean, I love it. You know, I love when people speak their mind. I, 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 I prefer to you be blunt, Bro. open, 
honest, that's what I prefer. I don't like the sugar coating and the bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll trying to make, make things pretty. I like when you say exactly what you mean. You understand? Let me know outright what you're dealing with. Straight up. You understand? That's why I love straight up people. But like you said, that's how we talking about You know what I mean? Y'all ain't big, sexy. And he said in that same interview, he said, listen, according to the BMI chart, I am overweight. Exactly. I am overweight as well. He said it's the same thing as I said. And then we see, I see we have uh, uh, Clarice here saying, you know, she defending for the skinny girls, Odell. She say, oh, if you're too skinny, tell me point blank, you look like you dying or sick. So apparently skinny women go through it too. It's not only fat shaming, but yes, skinny girls yes. get, you know, it, talked yes. about as well. It's just behemoths have an issue. They Behemoths in general are too comfortable um, just commenting on people's size. No matter if you're small or if you're big, if they feel like you're too small, then, you know, they can whisper little things, but if you're too big, they just, not okay. they don't care who around. Mm -hmm. I have I have quite a few very slim friends who, one in particular, she went through a hard time with her weight being a very small person and people constantly asking her, oh, when you can put on some weight and things like that. So all of that, especially when you're young. Mm -hmm. And it, I see, it, 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 and she said, stop, stop watching people body, period. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. I I hear you. I hear you, Clarice. Listen, I I don't mind you watching people body, but um, it's the comments that follow. You know what I mean? And I understand. You know, some things are quite inappropriate to say. That's why I just don't say nothing to people because people are so sensitive nowadays. Yes, people know, are very sensitive. You don't know how they could take what you say, and and it's like your intent don't matter. Facts don't matter. It's all about their feelings. Whatever they feel, you mean whatever you say, how it make them feel. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? Hi, Sean. So this this is this is a serious time we live in. And um, let me see what Gendora saying. They say you can be honest, but also be considerate of others' feelings. Some people are battling with self-esteem issues as it pertains to their body. A comment, no matter how truthful it is, can push a person struggling with those kinds of issues to a really bad place. And I do agree. I do, I do agree. agree. Yeah. I agree too. I think it's a double-edged sword, though. Yes. It's a double-edged sword. If you teetering over there on obesity and nobody could say nothing to you, who's going to make the attempt to help you to say, listen, uh, look at yourself. You are somebody because obviously you ain't doing it. And that's you what I was about it. to say because it's, it's two sides because fat shaming, as they call it, actually works for some people. It does you know work for I me. Mean? Some, 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 I know of people that were fat shamed that were told about their, how fat they were and they actually went and did something about it and yes. lost the weight. It so does, it does it, motivate some people, but of course we all are different and we act, we, we react to things differently. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's, it's, it's tough. You can't say, oh, just don't say it at all because it's bad, because it's not bad for everybody. It actually motivates some people. It's like with most things, that's just like people yeah. just sensitive because these some things that are applicable to this conversation, just applicable in life, period. Yeah. Some people can take it and some people can. Mm -hmm. So you can't exactly. just say, oh, he shouldn't say it. Who could take it? Take it. And uh, mostly I see a lot of the fat girls got offended because, you know, after I see some <laughs> people come in, you just have to go and look at their profile and say, okay, why you so offended? And so, sweetie, I understand you pretty. I understand you comfortable, but at the same time, you still fat. Yes. <laughs> that's okay, I can could, I could tell people they fat because I know I a little overweight. I play sports and I overweight. My knees stay killing me. 
but on, I Lord. acknowledge it. And when it's time for me to do something about it, I do something about it. I commit to being lighter, to being not as heavy as I am. And right. right now, right. I'm chilling. But some people, they don't, they, they're not capable of that. They just, they fuck and they feel like they can't do the work. They can't put in the work. They can't eat right. Mm-hmm. And so they just say, you know what? I could just make myself comfortable with this big and sexy. And that's what a lot of people do. Yes. And I think that's what he was trying to get out to. And, and, and it's, it's dangerous when you do that. You know what I mean? It's dangerous. That could be a problem when you just say, you know what? That, that <laughs> When you get confident in that and be like, you know what? This me. This is who I could be. I can be fat. I could be big and sexy. And then, like you say, when you see a couple of years down the line, you start having some cardiovascular issues. You start yeah, having... Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, I'm Your belly walking up <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, this could be an issue. And so that's why it's dangerous for you to get so com- now you should be confident in yourself. And you know what I mean? Feel good in your own skin and all of that. But you should also be honest with yourself, like you yeah. said, and acknowledge when you realize, listen, I could use, I could, I could stand to lose a couple pounds. I get in a bit on the heavy side. I say, and I got to go look like olive oil from Popeye, yeah. but I could, you know what I mean? I could, I could lose a few pounds because if I keep this up, it only can get worse. Like there was a time, the heaviest I've been in my life was a couple, was that almost two years ago now? Man, listen, most of my life, I was right around anywhere from 175 to 185 pounds. Straight really? through, straight through my entire life from like 17 up wow. until a couple of years ago. And then I start, you know, start working a lot, letting myself go, not really exercising and stuff. And I let myself get the boat. And you only never see it because I never, I never got big. But yeah. for me, personally, for me, I was at 195, had one belly, one belly developing. I was like, what the flick are you doing to myself? What the hell going on here? And I look, yeah. I say, I say, my boy, you flicking getting fat. You need to do something about it. You need to stop eating this garbage. Yeah. You need to go in the gym. Yeah, that's like that's that's like me. I I think I have my heaviest weight right now. Even after I had my daughter, I was not even as as heavy as I am right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you just have to actualize and realize within yourself that I gotta do something. You can't just say, "Oh, people calling me fat." I see one of my friends, right? I mm-hmm. can call her name, but I can tell you all this week she ain't played flag football this year, right? Mm-hmm. So she put on a lot of pounds. So all week I see on a WhatsApp status, if the next person tell me I put on weight or I fat and I come out of the house, <laughs> I really I, 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 I really said today, you know, I was going to message her, but I said I could give her a break. Right. I was going to message her and say, listen, you can't be upset if people telling you you put on weight. You know you've gotten fat. Exactly. Do something about it. Thank you. That is my big issue. My issue is if it's true, do, exactly. if, you don't like, if you don't like people saying it, do something, do something about, about it. it. So they, if, it they have nothing to say. if it makes you feel bad when people say that you are fat, obviously you're not as comfortable as you think that you are. Thank you very much. That you're leading yourself to believe. Yes. So do something about it. Thank you now, very I much. Mean, there are people who struggle when it comes to their weight. Like, to be honest with me, I struggle with my weight. I feel like I've been dieting all my life um, until recently, maybe a couple of years after I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. I just like, you know what, screw it. I, I'm not obsessing about it anymore. But literally from I came out of high school well into my 20s, I literally obsessed about my weight. And I've been on every diet fad back in the day. I worked out obsessively. Mm-hmm. I did everything just because from as a child growing up, I was a little chubby. So 
people consistently reminded me of how chubby mm -hmm. child I was. Mm -hmm. And so that I took that from childhood into adulthood. And even and in high school, I never ate. What? I never I never ate lunch in high school. Never ate. But then again, that ain't, and, that, and that ain't a good thing, you know what I mean? That's that could throw no, your metabolism off. It's not. And then you know, I wonder why in my in my earlier years I never had a period. It was because I wasn't eating at all. I because when I was in high school, I never had normal menstruation. And then the doctor was like, Well, obviously, when I talk about my past history, it's like, how do you expect for your body to be normal if you weren't eating? Right. And so I was in high school, I probably weighed 110 pounds. And I never ate lunch in high school just because I, I was so obsessed about, about wow. being fat. Wow. And literally, if I if I put on a pair of pants in my closet, like my fat pants, mm -hmm. and they almost couldn't button, I would work out obsessively that week. And I also, mm -hmm. I was always athletic, so I played a, a bunch of sports in school. Mm -hmm. And not until in retrospect becoming an adult way into because i obsess about my weight my best friend could tell you we lived together for years and she would say i don't understand why you want to diet again and i'd be like because i'm fat and when i look back at that time and at the pictures i'm like i can't keep doing this because obviously it's a mental thing for yeah. some people obviously so i understand from that perspective where sometimes you just have people who just are insecure about their size, whether they big or they're, or they're small. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that that's exactly applicable to this situation or this conversation, just because we are there. there's somebody who is saying, listen, as a country, y'all females, y'all are too fat. And of course, we, we directing the conversation to females in general, because right. it's mostly females who are so comfortable with being out of shape and overweight. And oh, well, I, I kind of disagree. I think it's I think it's females that are uncomfortable with it. You see these plenty fat fat dudes around here too, you know. But oh, they, yeah. you never see them getting all up in their feelings when people call them fat. They say you call them fat oh, and they say, and yeah, and okay. <laughs> so they don't they, make it. That's true. They're quite comfortable in their fatness. So, it's the women that I, are I uncomfortable. Agree. And you know so, with this conversation, we actually have people who are overweight but defending yeah. why they are overweight. And yeah. One story I, I would never forget. I think this was maybe my first, the first time in primary school I experienced someone, maybe she had a point, but also defending her size. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe a student had probably, I was in primary school and a student had probably called a librarian fat mm. because she was a very heavy woman. And mm -hmm. so she pulled the two students on the side. I could never forget this. And she was telling them, y'all cannot be going around and telling people and saying mean things like that because some people can't do anything about their weight. Um, some people, it, 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 this runs in their family. Oh, Me, oh. this runs in my family, so I can't do anything about my weight. Oh, and I, I think that was the first time, and for some reason, that always stuck with me that people make excuses yes. when they want to be comfortable. Yes, and that's what bothers me the most about this conversation. And when people say things like that, oh, is it? It's in my family, you know. My mother was yeah. fat, my grandma was fat. No, that's, it's the genes, ain't nothing I could do about it. I like hold on, hold on now. Come on. You just can't get any genes. Yeah, and you know how I feel about excuses. I can't stand excuses. Um, so which is why I could understand um a lot of the positions that people would take offense to, because mm -hmm. I just don't. I just can't stand 
uh, excuses. If there's so, if there's an issue, do something about it. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't want to do it. They don't want to put in the work. You know what I mean? They yeah. want the results, but don't want to put in the work. I see Tom says, yeah, I have a coworker who is obese and she is fat shame others. They off the chain. Yes, sir, I've seen that. I've seen that happen too. That's the norm, actually. I've yeah. seen I've seen overweight people say these fat gals around here like they cute. And I'm like, let's mm -hmm. work back with them. Cause yeah. <laughs> I, <want that. laughs> I saw a lot of comment that said, my man, like this fat body, LMAO, Bahamian women love chunky, or Bahamian men love chunky yeah. women. Sorry. They don't have a choice, obviously, because so many of us fat. What choice mm. they have? You got to take what you can get, eh? Uh, well, I, I can tell you all a secret, women. Listen, women, hey, men really concerned about vagina, eh? <laughs> all that other stuff is extra. You understand? If That's you have false. a vagina, they could put up with some of them other things. Trust me. <laughs> Megan That's says, false. but we, why only target women bodies? Size doesn't equal good health. Bad eating habits isn't the only thing that equates to health. Uh, I, to I have again. a response to that. Me too. Now, I agree to an extent. Mm -hmm. Size does not mean health. However, if you have countless amounts of studies that show that if you weigh a particular amount at a certain height, you can ex it, uh, uh, the, the chances of you experiencing certain conditions increases, then you cannot deny that science. Now, yes, some skinny people are unhealthy. Yes, we get that. And some uh, bigger people are relatively healthy. However, you can't go with the exceptions to the norm. You understand? We don't structure society based off of that. If in most cases, when you get heavy, your chances are increased of you having certain diseases because of weight gain, then I mean, you can't be like, well, 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 my cousin, she big and she, she have a perfect uh, blood pressure and she's quite healthy. Okay. Well, you continue to eat the Kentucky and bamboo shark and see if that will work out for you then. You are not your cousin. You understand? People are different. So I don't like when people try to use that to justify this, to, to say, well, oh, well, I could get big because there are people that are big that exist that are actually healthy. Because right. that may not be the case for you. But go ahead. What was your response to that? Oh, but my response was she asked, I think she asked, um, why was it just directed towards women? I think mm. it was mostly directed towards women because on a social a media a platform on this on this level, it's mostly behemoth women that make excuses that that they created this whole big sexy terminology, you know. Mm-hmm. Hold one second. Okay. Sorry. No, but you're right. You're right. And I, and I agree with you when it comes to that big, sexy comment. Yeah, my bad. Sorry for that. I, I thought I saw a little spark. <laughs> 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 so, yes, Bohemian created this whole big, sexy, sexy terminology to defend and make themselves feel comfortable. So, if you were going to, if you, he, could, he couldn't just direct it toward the men because, you know, the men are not they're saying. Yeah, I fought, I big sexy or whatever. It's mostly the women who are over who, who defend the most. So mm -hmm. they put it out there. So he probably I'm not saying that that's this is the exact cause, but if it's out there and if I want to start a conversation, I will pick something that's already a conversation and I would use that as my platform. And I think that's what he did. So mm -hmm. that's why it was really directed towards women. And furthermore, it's way more women than men. So why not start the conversation and direct it towards women? And I think it's I think it's important too, and you know, people may like it or not, but the fact is, in this country, most women, I mean, women head most of the households. 
you understand most women head most of the households in this country so most women are raising the children and setting the culture in these families and so if you establish a culture of Oh, well, hey, don't worry. You don't matter how fat you get your child. You sexy. You look good. Don't worry about that. Eat that food. Eat that Wendy's. Eat this and that. And mm. you and he, and he's the health. Remember now, he's the health minister. So and we have a public, you know, how our healthcare system is. We pay a bunch of taxes, but we don't get the service that we uh, that I personally feel we don't get the, deserve, the services we deserve. So if I as a taxpayer, why must I have to pay for your bad habits? And your family's exactly. bad habits. So, because I think it was, it's centered around they are going to now start, uh, they're going to increase some fees and start charging more because they just are not bringing in enough revenue to support the healthcare system. So, wow. there's a whole bunch of fee raises that they were talking about. So, I have, wow. the, I have to come up out my pocket more because you can't put down the grease and get out and exercise a little bit. You see, now if if you were paying strictly for your healthcare and you won't be as big as you want to be and eat whatever you Bend want, you. <laughs> by all means, go right ahead, buddy. Do what you want. But when it comes, to, if you can show up the PM agent demanding this kind of care, and and it coming out of the taxpayers' money, you have to be considerate. You understand? You can't be like, well, listen, I can eat whatever I want, be whatever condition I want, and y'all got to pay for it. And now I think that's the issue. But Hamian culture and consideration, they don't go hand in hand. So that's a right. loss right there. Yeah, you're right about that's that. That's a loss right there. But Catherine, I, Catherine says, uh, I think that the approach uh, is the issue. Having a conversation from a point of concern is different from calling out someone publicly. Also, if you don't have a relationship with someone, you need to mind your own business. Also consider that people may be dealing with health medical issues that you don't know anything about. Those are fair points. Yeah, it is. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that. Fair points. Um, Elizabeth says, if you miss meals, you will store more fat and the next big meal. Oh, and from the next big Okay, I guess that's when you were talking about not eating lunch yeah, in school. Yeah, when you don't eat. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't starve yourself. But I mean, now, go ahead. One point I, I was thinking about was, I don't know, I like I said, I didn't listen to, uh, I didn't listen to the statements he made initially, um, but I would say as a doctor, it wouldn't be fair for him to call out females and say, listen, y'all, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't big, sexy, y'all fat without saying, but these are, these are, these are a few ways that you can counteract this. Because I think whenever we talk about people being overweight in the Bahamas, if we don't discuss our eating culture, then we have an issue. So yeah. if you if you point out the problem, but you do because you know I always have an issue with if you point out a problem, if you can say, listen, this is a problem. If you don't have any, if you have no idea or you don't have you don't have any what is the word I'm looking for? No idea. Yes. If you don't have any solutions or ideas to what a solution, then you still a part of the problem. Why yeah. point it out? Yeah. especially on a public platform. And that's my issue with Dwayne Sands specifically. He seems to be an expert at finding issues, like pointing out what's wrong, yes. but we don't hear very many, if this any, solutions, solutions or see what, it. what is the solution? Because yeah, exactly. a lot of Indian people, all we know how to eat is peas and rice, macaroni, noodles, potato salad, coleslaw. You know, post um, plates on, on Facebook and like, it's absolutely no balance. They have rice, they have potato salad, they have macaroni. And a I'm bunch like, of starch. Oh just God, no one starch. Why are you eating all of the starch? No one carbs and starch. Do not know 
how to balance meals and it's not even you can't even say this something that you learn in school because if you didn't take home ec you have absolutely no idea what a well, balance culture, meal is like that's culture to go with that's what i'm saying greg that's all it is I'm saying it's, it's culture you gotta eat when you come home listen you go away to school and you come home the first thing you gotta do is you gotta go to bamboo you gotta get a crocker with mayo and onions and you know what and you know you what but it start from young. You know what I realized? A stupid thing we used to do. Do what happened to me when I was younger and what I almost started doing also just because it's like an automatic thing that you continue just because of culture. When your children don't eat all their food, listen, you better eat the rest of that food. Yeah. That costs money. <laughs> that is one stupid thing that we do in this country where we force our children to eat even when they're full because we're looking at it all. We're like, oh, money. You yeah, can't be food. food people, other people around the world hungry. You know, you better eat all that. But I fall where you want me to put the food. You understand? They don't yeah, when they sense. throw up your mind. <laughs> exactly. Kendora says, not making excuses, but there are truly some diseases that make fat loss nearly impossible. A woman's condition that I know of is PCOS polycystic ovarian syndrome make fat loss very difficult even with proper diet and exercise well i, I listen kendora completely understood we are yeah. not really talking to those people per se now we and, have the variables yes we know there are variables and we acknowledge that then this is and this is the problem with society it's like it's like uh, uh we don't have nuance anymore everything is 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 an extreme you understand and it's either all or nobody. It's no middle ground. People just throw it out. Listen, we are not saying this applies to everybody. We understand that those types of situations exist. And we know that some people do have medical conditions that can make it extremely difficult. We ain't talking about them. We're no, talking about we're the not. people who are perfectly normal. Nothing wrong with you. You exactly. just making excuses. You rather sit home, watch Love and Hip Hop, watch all these other ratchet shows on TV while you slow up down your bucket of uh, greasy chicken and, and don't want to go and exercise. We're talking about them people, not the set that have we medical conditions. Up. You understand? Those are the we people talk who we're talking about. But the, the whole conversation is in reference to people that who know that they can do something about their weight and just choose not to and try to make excuses for why they are the size that they are. Yes. Thank you very much. That's who we're referring to. So yeah. we don't want you to feel like, oh, we're addressing this to everybody. No, we are quite aware. Yeah. We're talking are... about people like me who know your pants can button now. And mm. then you still, when you say you're hungry, oh, let me go get a two-piece from KFC. That's yeah. who we are talking about. Exactly. When That's you are, when you eating that, when you eating, and nobody is saying you can't love your KFC, you can't love your Popeyes, whatever it is, your Bamba, whatever you love to eat. We can't say, we ain't saying don't eat it, you know. All we're saying is everything in moderation. 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 That's that I've learned over the years in when it comes to dieting. Moderation. Like people think if you say you want to diet, that means you can't have nothing that you desire. No, mm -hmm. it's not that. It's just that if you could give up, if you could eat good or eat decent or eat clean for a week, then one day it's fine to eat. It's fine to eat what you what you desire, <laughs> but you could only have it for that one day. And that's, say, that's self control coming. to go to Kendora say you nobody <laughs> want no salad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kendora, don't eat no salad. Well, you gotta but, commit. You gotta commit to something. If you don't want to be fat, you gotta commit to something. But I sure a lot of couple, quite a few people are gonna feed. I'm gonna feed off of his comments and do something about their weight because usually that's yes. how it works. It takes somebody to really call you out and hit home before you take action to do something. 
Yes. And that's yes. just that's that's just how that's humans in general. Mm-hmm. And that's what I and that's what I say all the time. Listen, I can say what I listen. If it works for you, it works for you. Then good. But I can say what I mean. I mean what I say. Now, if you get offended, you know my intention was not to offend you. However, if you take offense, right. then you know, well, you know, you take offense. That's that's on you. But I know somebody will be motivated and will do something about it. Yeah. You understand? And so we we can't just cast out those people that it actually works for just because you you your feelings hurt. You know what I mean? And that's our problem. We're too sensitive. And yeah. um, we and we touch feelings. on. Say again. Me. Yeah, yeah, I thought you say something. Oh, now. I say no, they in their feelings. Yes, yes, and talking about in their feelings, we uh, this. Listen, I, I, I love, I, I love this time we live in, but I also it's a lot of things I don't like about it, and we have a lot of insecure people. We have people with some extreme self-esteem issues, especially in this country called the Bahamas, yeah. especially because of the way we are raised. And this is why, and like you mentioned earlier, when it comes to, you know, you see somebody and they instantly have to insult you about something. They have to find something negative about your appearance to break that ice. And I, I, I thought about it a while, but I was like, why, why do we do this? Why is this in our culture? Like so ingrained, why is this? And I say, perhaps it has something to do with, you know, in most households, I think I could say this confidently. I don't know studies, but this just anecdotal. Mm-hmm. In most households, I could say we were raised in abusive households, whether it be physically or verbally, mostly verbally. And you get talked to bad straight through. And yeah. you just have to resort to lashing back out at other people, coming with insults. We're so used to the verbal abuse that when we greet people, we do it in a... Comes natural. Yeah, it comes natural and we pass it off as a fun greeting because we're so used to it. We've become so accustomed to it that we just, that's the first thing we say. We've been raised to notice the negative in life so much in this country that I think that when you see someone that just automatically where it goes to when you see them, something negative. Mm -hmm. And it's just a theory. Yeah, it's just like how I said, like all my life, um, my grandparents, they would always, they would see you and they would always comment on um, how much weight you put on. One grandparent in particular, she would, it was, I grew accustomed to her calling me black. Mm -hmm. Like she would always mess, she would always make statements or comment on how dark skinned I was. Cause Mm -hmm. I was growing up, I was much darker than I am now. Mm -hmm. But like, it was, it was a normal thing. You stop bleeding. No, I never bleach, no. Growing up, I was much darker than I am now. And she would always, she would always comment on how dark I was. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I remember specifically one time I, I had on an all white outfit and she was like, young, young mommy, put you in this, you too dark to be wearing white. Ooh. Yeah. And these are things that I remember word for word from a child. Yeah. And that's how long it stays with you for life. Yes. Yes. And we don't we don't recognize or acknowledge that these mental scars stay. Like yeah. I remember we used to make fun of my little brother because he was the darkest one. We used to just make fun of just him being dark. Not knowing, like, like when you look back at it now, you're like, what the hell was wrong with Horrible me? children. Horrible children. <laughs> but I mean this, but again, it's just passed down. And you yeah. learn it from somewhere. It's not like it's innate. It's not like something that you came up with. You no. saw or heard somebody else do it, and you just it's mimicking. always learn behavior. Yes, you just mimicking exactly 
what they do. You know what I mean? And that that's dangerous. And that's and this is why we have so many issues here. And we have so much people with self-esteem issues in this country. It's because they have been berated and degraded uh, mm -hmm. their entire lives. And yeah. so now you see this era when they become adults and they can speak for themselves. And now you have a platform like social media where you could really say how you feel. This is why you see people, you know what I mean, attacking back. Yeah. Even if what uh, is being said is true. You know what I mean? What the hell is this on TV? Why is this? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I get distracted. <laughs> but yeah, even if what, what is true, they, they only worry about their feelings because they feel like yeah. nobody care about their feelings their whole life. You know what I mean? So they defending it to the end, even yeah. against facts. Yep, I agree. But it, it starts, it, it's, it's a long, usually for a lot of people, it's a long struggle. It's not just, like I say, for me personally, I mean, I, 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 I am sure 100% without a shadow of a doubt that my issues with my body image started from I was a child. Mm -hmm. And it started at home. It didn't start with strangers. It started with family. And it just extended toward that. And it just made me so obsessive. So a lot of people are insecure. But, you know, it's, it usually starts at home. It doesn't start. And then when you go out, you know, mm -hmm. when children go to school, they heartless. They have. They are pure savages. They have yes. no love for you. Yes. Yes. And we and don't. So realize. for me, I am. Um, I try to even with even with things as simple as like even beyond body shame and like even having dreadlocks. Like you know, my daughter have dreadlocks, and she's come home at times and say, you know, how people say, you know, her hair look like snakes or her hair look like a mop and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. so I have to consistently ingrain in her and let her know that, you know, your hair is beautiful. You know how much people would love to have hair like this. And right. so it has to be a consistent thing where you where you counteract the negativity yes. that people would would give to you. Yes. And that's something that I, I learned personally. Nobody. I didn't have anybody to say, listen, you beautiful. It doesn't matter what size you are. I had to get to that point with myself where I said, listen, if you want to lose weight, you know, you after after all the things you have been doing all your life. You know how to lose weight. If mm. you're comfortable, when you know you get to that point where it's time to get to drop a couple of LBs, sis, you mm. know how to do it. Mm -hmm. But insecurity, it people just don't really care what they say to you. And mm. they don't really understand how it affects you after the fact. And you can't, like you say, once you say it, you can't get what you, what they say about the saying, go, what you give the world, you can't take back. So what you say uh, to people, no. you can't take it back. Right, right. And, and that's, extremely important you know what i mean as and what you said too like you have to constantly counteract you know yeah. what society is teaching i i learning that all too you really is learning these things when you have children boy because it's yeah. like the things you you hear them say and you see them doing you like i never taught you this or so you have to realize that they're going to go out into the world and other people are going to have influences on them and yeah, it's your job up to continue to reinforce the positive and good things that you're supposed to as a parent. Because listen, if you leave them out there to the wolves, holy oh, like yeah. <laughs> that world out there ain't easy. Because I I to this day I hear my child say some things. I just be like, where you get, get this from? from? <laughs> where this come from? You know what I mean? And they be like, oh, oh and the uncle, they be snapping on each other, talking about each other. I was like, what? <laughs> This is seems to just be so deeply ingrained in our yeah. culture. It's like, boy, I just have to try and, 
you know, reinforce some positive things and try to check you when you say things that are inappropriate, yeah. let you know that you can't be saying these kind of things to people. That's my life, Greg. Right? That's my life. My life. My daughter don't know what's supposed to come out of my mouth. That's Man, my life. And you know, children have that innocence. You know what I mean? They they just being brutally honest. You know what I mean? They still don't know about you know structuring things and no. a way to offensive <clears throat> or whatever. So children will let you nobody. They will tell you straight up. So you can't be offended with children. They, you know that's yeah. innocence. You know what I mean? So I I see it all the time, like I say with my child. But we have to do something about the level of insecurity, and we all are insecure about certain things. We all have our insecurities. It's just the degree to which it affects you. You know what I mean? Some people really can't function because of some of the insecurities that they have. It really impedes their life. And that's when it's dangerous. You know yeah. what I mean? You see people all the time and they just can't function. They constantly obsess. And like you say, you would obsess about your weight and your younger days. And I'm sure it would cause you, like you said, it cost you, your menstruation cycle was off. Yeah. And it probably caused some other issues because you are obsessed about this insecurity that you have. And a lot of people have these insecurities and they don't get to work them out and talk. You know, we, we look down on mental health in our community. You know what I mean? You, oh, you definitely. So you can't go to nobody and talk about it or nothing like that. And so people just have it on their chest. And I think that's why they lash out the way they do when you see it on social media, because this is something that really affects them. Yeah. Yeah, people even have people have men, mental issues, and when you know people look down on mental issues, they, if you say mental issue, then they almost say, "Oh, you crazy." Mm -hmm. um, but mental issues have levels, just like everything else. Yes. And these are people have eating disorders where they don't eat or they eat too much. They have people are a lot of people. Uh, people don't really acknowledge how depressed we are as a nation and a oh, yeah. lot of people suffer from depression oh, and yeah. don't acknowledge it and don't know how to acknowledge it mm -hmm. and i think for the better part a lot of people eat themselves into depression through depression mm -hmm. over and under depression yep and it's a coping mechanism you know what i mean yes, it is. And know so, what, go ahead sorry yeah and so like i say back to just the statement for him to just address that females are fat we know that that's a fact but without i think it's kind of it, it it's just negligent on his behalf to make the statement but not provide any kind of solutions or reasons as to why he think or what his opinions are on the reason why so many females suffer from obesity yeah and Clarice is saying no one is crazy. Clarice, I gotta disagree with you on that one. No, we got some crazy people. I know some crazy. I know some crazy people. We you got know? some crazy people. So I wouldn't say no one is crazy, but a lot of the people that may uh, be considered to be crazy are not. But we do have some crazy people in this world, buddy. Trust me, I know of a few of them. I ain't gonna say yeah. I know them like they my boys or anything, but I know <laughs> I know of a few crazy people. But I understand what people are saying. Like, there's a better way. There's a way you could say something that's more effective, and and I, I think a lot of people had the pro, had a problem with the position that he holds, like he shouldn't say it in that way. But my big thing is, like you said earlier, what is your solution? What is what do you bring in to deal with this issue? That's what I want here. That's what we want to hear from the minister of health. You understand? We don't want you to be pointing out the obvious. We know we fat. You understand? We exactly. see it every day. We see, I, I see people walking around with the bed. And listen, we need to have some disclaimers on some of these clothes now. I ain't gonna lie. You should really. One size, boo. One size, boo. 
Some of these clubs. Listen, I, I know I know the shade name belly out, but I don't think they literally mean that you should have a big belly when the, <laughs> that don't mean to have your big belly out. You understand? <laughs> but like I say, we know we fat. You ain't need to point that out. What are what are your plans to help curb this very serious issue of obesity that we yeah. have in this country? What are you gonna That's do about it? What is the solution? Don't Thank just you. come, you know, women that sensitive in the Bahamas. You can't just come to me and tell me something I already know. First of all, you telling me something but making me feel insulted, and you telling me something that I already know. So mm -hmm. if you ain't coming with some kind of positive, what's your point? Mm -hmm. Listen, come on. Uh, I see <laughs> Clarice say people have mental issues. Don't label people as crazy. I hate that word. Well, like I tell people all the time, Clarice, you can have a problem with the word. Words have meanings for a reason. And, yep. if, and if what you display, this word describes it perfectly, I can use that word. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're displaying craziness, then I got to call you crazy. I agree. Some people do have mental issues, but some people are crazy. You know what I mean? And that's fine. You know what I mean? Not Listen. Not everyone is born the same, not everyone of the same brain, not everyone born with 10 toes and 10 fingers and two arms, two legs, two eyes. Some people born deaf, some people born one arm, some people born with no legs. We all yeah. different, you understand? But we, we're not gonna, I don't wanna, at least I, I ain't into the sugar coat. And I do agree with, you, you, you don't have to be as brash in certain situations if it's not going to accomplish anything. I agree. But, but some situations call for you to be Honest, straight up honest. Now you could do it in a in a certain way, but it all call, it all depends on the situation, who you're dealing with, what your goal is. That would uh, steer your approach. You know what I mean? Yeah. But playing you know, words and semantics. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it was a general statement, and so it just falls. It 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 was just a blanket statement, and it just falls in between. Some people would appreciate it for it being so brash and being real and be and being put out there, and mm -hmm. some people will be offended, and that is view everybody that's that's life in general they're mm -hmm. the haves and the have-nots mm -hmm. that's and, always gonna happen yeah and that's that's like uh, <clears throat> we have to deal with these insecure issues because we could never we could never have productive conversations when people continue to get overly sensitive on issues then yeah. they get emotional and then they just start shouting at each other and around each other and we really in being productive within the conversation. And I see that happening so much when it comes to dialogue on serious issues in this country. People mm -hmm. get sensitive, they get take it personal. Yes, yes. It's, and it's just hidden insecurities, you know, because nobody, people don't like the, the issue is, Greg, people don't, people are all often afraid to acknowledge their insecurities. Mm -hmm. Even in private, they don't want to admit to themselves that listen, I feel uncomfortable by this. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to light or there's a conversation about it, they want to be a part of the conversation, mind you, but it's not productive because they have ish they have issues internally, but they're trying to, uh, well, display something different on the outside. Mm -hmm. So it can't work. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's, that's what and that's what I that's what I aim to to do to get people to be more accountable. Like I don't know if it's I don't know and maybe you you feel the same to go. To, I don't know if it's getting older or not. But listen, I notice the older I get, listen, the less I just care about these frivolous nonsensical things. Oh, listen, oh, you could you could say whatever to me and I don't <laughs> give a damn. You don't affect my life in no way, shape, or form. I don't care about your opinion. You understand? You can say whatever. I don't know if that's just me getting older. But I, 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 it has to do, you know, 
I don't know, it has to do with becoming more mature and getting older because things that would have bothered me in the past, in, in just maybe five, six years ago, I just don't have the energy to acknowledge certain things. Like, and I think it makes me brash. So because I know that I can take so much, yes. I'm usually not very considerate about my level of honesty, which is really always usually at a hundred. Mm, so, well, we got the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I encounter a lot of a lot of times in my life. I've encountered where people love me because I'm just straight up and real, and then people just they don't like me because they can't handle the reality mm. that I bring to their life. And that's just a fact. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't, I just, I, I am unbothered. You could say what you want to say about me. I could sit down and have any conversation mm -hmm. because I'm just unbothered. Yeah. I've given up, you know, living with insecurities, but it's not that easy. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was easy for me because you know, you have to go, you have to go through a lot of things sometimes to get to certain points in life. And some people just don't know how to get there. Some mm. people aren't strong enough. Some mm. people's struggles are just way more difficult than others. And mm. some people don't know how to find that median within themselves. Yeah. And I think, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, Chrissy say, uh, always use this term, this victim Olympics. It's like people always trying to be the victim. Who They're trying to prove who could be the biggest victim. You know what I mean? And that's like, when I think it's important to context is important. Context is extremely important. And I think we losing the value of context in today's society. People don't care about context. People don't care about facts. People don't care yeah. about the details. And yeah. that's why that's these true. conversations are so toxic and so combative and so polarizing is because they're stripping out the context. Mm -hmm. And so when someone uh, comments, makes a comment that you don't like or whatever, they may be saying, even if it ain't directed directly at you, I would say find out their intent. You know what I mean? Ask ask some questions before you jump and attack. You know yes. what I mean? As, instead of assuming their intent or assuming what they mean, ask for, this is why I find myself, like if someone says something, that I, I, I don't agree with or I ain't too sure about, rather than jumping to a conclusion, I would ask, well, what what you mean by this? What exactly are you trying to say? You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to find out what's the motivation behind yeah. that comment. Where does that come from? Because that's important. You know what I mean? And you may find that the person was not trying to be mean, but they were trying to say something and maybe they, not be, they may not be the most articulate. They may yeah. be poor at expressing themselves, but their intention was this. But you took it this way, and then now you're just start around. And then you know, because people don't like to understand, they people, behemoths in general, love to be offended. They mm. don't like to understand, or they don't like to delve deeper and know. Or well, you know, we are the we, we're not the most um, empathic people. We're not. We don't really care about how somebody else feels. Mm -hmm. A lot of behemoths do not have the point blank period. A lot of behemoths don't have the ability to put themselves in somebody else's shoe, even in thought and say, okay, maybe if this is where she is seeing, or if this is the perspective that he or she is seeing this from, maybe I can understand why right. this happened. I don't have to accept it. I don't have to like it. Right. But I can't understand your perspective of where you're coming from. And a lot of people don't have the ability to do that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we lack communication on a broad scale. Mm -hmm. So that's a totally different conversation. But, you know, that's that. And again, that I think that goes back to culture also. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. we, we aren't raised in, in environments like that. We aren't no. taught how to, you know what I mean, really go deeper and have real conversations and ask the right questions 
Yeah. We, we're not taught we're not taught to socialize and that's why it's so awkward that's why they got to come in and all big again because we yeah, weren't yeah. really taught how to socialize properly you know what and I mean? then so, the, down, the whole downside to that is people look up to um members of parliament and people in positions oh, and ministers yeah. and doctors and we expect for them to be you know uh these well-spoken people who have common sense and at the end of the day they're still Bahamian just like me and you. And just because they have a degree, that doesn't mean that they're the most well-spoken person. Case in point, look sure, at your prime, prime minister. minister. Exactly. She is one of the voice, voice speakers in life. Exactly. <laughs> and so people expect, people expect, we just put people on pedestals without them proving to us or to the, to, to, to us in general as a people, okay, you deserve this pedestal that I put you on. But we just right. expect that, okay, if you're a minister, you're supposed to be about this. And that's right. not that's not how it works. We don't understand that just because you are a minister of health, that don't mean you're the most sensible person I ever met. It doesn't. Right, right. exactly. And that's, that's, that's an important thing because I, I used to say all the time too, it's like we respect titles more than people, right? Yes, we, we do. We, as soon as you get a certain title, it's like, oh, you are now all knowing, yes. all like you say, you are up on this pedestal now. You know what I mean? You're supposed to know better, do better. You become this all, uh, Chris used to call it the blue plate syndrome. So as they get yeah. blue plate, oh, all of a sudden you now, you know everything now. You understand? <laughs> and our yeah. problem is, again, it goes back to culture. We raise people to respect authority, respect the title. Um, and whenever, and I've said this before, anytime I see someone that demands or is adamant that you refer to them as their title, they <laughs> are extremely insecure. Very. They are extremely Very. insecure and they have self-esteem issues. Very. Look to this title for some form of validation. They, they need that for validation. Of course they do, Greg. Yes, and we see it all the time, and I hate it so much. If you call someone by their government name, let's say one of these politicians or something that they happen to be a minister or something, and you say their first name, hey, that's minister or that's the honorable or I like, you know, what you can like, I'm sorry, like you that's a you know first name. Yeah, that's a clear sign of insecurity to me yeah. and self-esteem issues. Like me, how can oh. I? How is it? It just don't make sense. How can I be offended? If you call me by my actual name, am I the only person that sees something wrong with that? Are you offended? No. Nope. You understand? You can't, you can't call them that. You crazy. But I know where it comes from, and this is this is and this is, people used to get on me for this, you know. And I, you may remember, but people used to get on this because my daughter, when she was a lot younger, she used to call me Greg. She used to call me by my name, and my cousin, especially Jade, oh lord she couldn't stand that she's like this oh, is the worst like, thing in the world yeah i i've gotten that too greg because yeah, my yeah. daughter she just used to call my sister she never really called my sister annie in she just always called her by her name right. and so my friends used to be like oh it's auntie in i said why she could that's what she comfortable with doesn't she that sound familiar auntie in but you see where it starts from right yes yep that's from young, and that's why you see growing adults with the same thing. Don't you refer to him as Dwayne? That's the right, that's the honorable minister Dwayne Sands. Same thing. Yeah. That's insecure parents, in my view. You need your child. I used to, I used to tell people from then, listen, she know I said daddy. She don't have to remind me every time she called me. <laughs> you understand? That's what, and you know what? And you know the funny thing though, Dakota? I never force her or 
try correct her or say call me daddy and you know what she's called me to this day she just stopped she just thank you very much and even right now at my age i sometimes like it's often i call my daddy daddy i always call him steven by his name and mm -hmm. so when we among family members people just be like you calling your daddy steven and i just be like yeah that's his name but you want me to call him daddy all my life steven that's is his that. name i call him steven he answers mm -hmm. And that's, and that's that's what I'm saying like that. But you see, it starts from so young. We don't realize it, but you can see these trends continue on throughout life. And you wonder why people are the way they are. It's the culture that we have ingrained in them. Listen, you better you don't call that, that that's daddy to you. Don't call yeah. by the name you crazy. And then you go to the politicians, and it's the same thing. So that's that's our issue. We have the we have the have some self esteem, and that's why I say I I have confidence i have self-esteem i don't need no validation from a title that daddy i know that's that's my child i don't need exactly. it to remind me i don't need that you understand so we need that healthy confidence we need more people to be more confident in themselves and to not you know chase these titles and these things to make them feel better or give them some mm -hmm. form of validation but again that's when you know if you come up in a household where you feel like you were ignored or you didn't get that affection that attention that yeah. you saw as a child you will be on your whole life's quest seeking that and yep. into adulthood. You're seeking that attention. You're seeking that validation. You're seeking that acceptance because you didn't get it at home. Did you know a lot of insecure people walking around here in high positions, low positions, in everyday life? A lot of insecure people who, like I say, first and foremost, afraid to even acknowledge the insecurities within themselves. Lots of people. Mm -hmm. And it's that. And to me, that's, that takes... That takes confidence and it actually takes security. It takes uh, boldness and courage to acknowledge mm -hmm. your shortcomings. Or if you like, if you have self esteem issues on certain uh, topics or parts of your body or something, if you could honestly say, well, hey, I, uh, I feel a way about this particular issue. That's the first step to being able to deal with it. But yeah. you have to acknowledge it. Right? And what we have seen, especially in that dialogue, we see a lot of people in denial. Yeah, you know I man, they deny it. They know they ain't, they acting. And I like, I like, love how you said earlier. You, you, you may not, you ain't so confident of this. Your reaction, exactly. You're trying to come off as confident, but the way you reacting, that that clearly hit a nerve. So you so you so offended. You, yes, you triggered. That's what they call yeah, exactly. It. That's triggered. what they say now. Triggered. <laughs> clearly, if you get that triggered. Yeah, that, that hit a nerve yeah, somewhere. Something more going on. Yeah, something going on there. You may not be as confident or as assured in your skin as you are trying to portray. Because mm -hmm. I don't see you reacting this way if you are as confident as you saying you are. Yeah. So maybe it is time to admit that you know you are, you know, you have you feel a way about this particular thing. And yeah. that's the first step to being able to do something about it. And with that, with that too, Greg, you know, some people just surrounded by people with negative, um, with negative things to say, and they don't really have an outlet. They don't have somebody who they feel comfortable enough mm -hmm. to even mention it to much less acknowledge it to themselves. Yeah. That's so true. some people don't have nothing. They're just surrounded by negative negativity, so they have to continue pretending in order to fit in, in order to be to try and be somewhat comfortable in mm -hmm. social settings. Because mm -hmm. that's what that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, you have to feel comfortable enough to go out in public and pretend that you are this person that you know when you get home, you're not. Mm. 
Boy, that's a that's a scary way to live. Yeah. My goodness. But hey, a lot of people doing it every day. A lot. Every day, pretending. But anyhow, I gotta go dash to go see my child. Thank you so much, Dakota. Greatly appreciated. Thank uh, all you guys for tuning in and commenting. I try to read. See, see I try to read some of your yeah. comments this week. I know I suck at reading comments because when I start running my juicy mouth and having conversation, That's I just it. like to talk. <laughs> you, but y'all, y'all who've been here for a while, y'all already know that. So you know, I sure you. Don't be long-winded. Yeah, I know y'all. Y'all already <laughs> used to that. So, so y'all know how this thing go. But again, we appreciate all your support. We appreciate you for commenting nonetheless. That's why I try to put them up on the screen as often as possible so at least people get to see it that are tuning in on Facebook Live. But um, we ask that you continue to support and hit that share button. Please go ahead, hit the share button. Uh, most of y'all don't send no money, so the least you can do is hit that share button. It don't cost nothing. That's free, that's free. Yeah, that's free, and it don't take no time. So go ahead, the share button, um, the website, goundertherug.com, if you do want to give a couple of dollars to help us get this studio up and running together. Because uh, we got some, listen, we got some good ideas for some shows. But listen, we need y'all to put some skin in the game. Do you know? I yeah, can't I just keep checking my hand in my pocket every time. Y'all come, yeah, come enjoy this good content and then go about your business, man. Put some skin in the game. Help a brother out. If you want to see us to do more shows, we need some financial assistance so that we could, you know, get some more equipment, uh, pay for the space and all of that good stuff. So if you feel like donating, go to goundertherug.com. That's the website. Um, there's a donate section where you can donate. We also have the shows up there. We ask that you also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we put all the videos up. Well, I've been angry. I've been falling off lately. The videos been getting put up like a week late, but they there. I just put them up. So go ahead, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, oh yes, that's right, Nadia. I, I let me. You know what, Nadia? As soon as I said that, I've been so busy. Let me tell you, I love you all so much. I just barely be getting in and rushing to do this show because I am constantly working. But I could I could set up that Patreon and let me see if the donations financially get changed because you all keep pushing this Patreon. So let's see if that'll help. But um, nonetheless, go ahead, hit the share button, tag your friends. You all always tagging them in them ratchet videos. You all stay sharing in them WhatsApp groups and thing. Copy this link, share this video in them WhatsApp groups. You all always posting in because I know you're always posting in there and um, help us to get some more viewers. So if you can't give any money, we could go to some, you know, businesses and they could put some ads mm -hmm. and put some skin in the game themselves. So thanks again, Dakota. We appreciate all of you. And until next time, peace.